yo, welcome everybody. Happy Thursday, Thursday night, foosball on baby. How's everyone doing? Jay Poe, how you doing, guys? Welcome to Big Jab and the Fat on this Thursday night. I'm doing good, man. How are you doing on this Thursday night, brother? Not bad, man. Not bad. I love the uh, I love the climb of the ranks on our podcast, Fancy Football uh, Team, right now. It's amazing, man. Hey, yeah, you know what? That and uh, a shout out to uh, we're up to 106 now for our followers. So since the last yes. one, we got a couple more people. So that's awesome, dude. Hopefully, uh, what, 109, 109 as of today. 109 now, nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I hope people like what what we're doing. Uh, as JC just said in our uh, NFL non uh, draft fantasy football league. I think there's what there's like I, I was looking over it and it's kind of confusing. Is there 20 people in the United States and then there's a world rank too? I think I don't know. Like all I know is that when you go into it, we have our own league, and I think inside that league, I was mistaken. There's not 20. I believe there's 10 players, and then you can rank your team against other <laughs> world teams and stuff like that, or like whoever's playing in different leagues. But for our league. We are now fourth place out of 10 other podcasters. Yeah. Well, uh, when, when I was looking through it, I was kind of confused because it looked like there's a world rank two for points. Oh, you know what? You're it right. Looks like- You're right. There's 25 of us. This is yeah. Great. Everyone's like, what are you guys talking about? It's a fancy football podcast league that we're in from the NFL non-draft fancy football Twitter account. Correct. They invited us in here, and we're just try- we're in fourth place right now. We've been climbing the ranks steadily. And right now what I see on one of their threads is there's 25 teams, and we're fourth out of 25. And you know what? They probably just show the top 10. Boom, that's what it is. That's what it nice. is. Nice. I yeah. like it. I like it. So that's so what's awesome. up, man? How's well, your you guys- first Good. We got a week ten primer. I got uh, I got Colts and Titans on. Uh, I don't know if Amazon Prime is gonna gonna sue me or, or, or like me for saying this, but I got Amazon Prime, so I got that one right now. I have some players playing tonight, man. I've got it went in our uh, our LOG league, league of uh, Oregon Gentlemen league. I've got AJ Brown playing, Jonathan Taylor playing, the Colts defense, and an inside linebacker. I just had to pick up because Christian Wilkins got the COVID. So I yeah. had to, uh, yeah, I had to pick him up. He is uh, Justin Simmons. Is it Justin Simmons? Jeffrey Simmons. Excuse me. Uh, interior lineman for the Titans. So I have, a, and I'm sorry, and I have Malcolm Butler. <laughs> I got about five, six players playing tonight. I think I had AJ Brown and uh, Joe New in our FFB league, the other league. So I got some implications going on right now. Yeah, you got a lot of people playing uh, tonight, which is a nice segue into that Indianapolis and uh, Tennessee game because for our uh, for our Week Ten primer, that's what we're going to do here. That's yes, what we're we going to do. Yes. Remember, give us so, a follow on our Twitter page at Big Jab and the Fat Big J A B and the F A T. Get us up to that 125 follower plateau. That's our next one. Yeah, you can follow us on Twitter. If you play your fantasy football on Sleeper, we have a Sleeper channel. That's Big Jab in the Fat. Um, and then, as JC said, our Twitter is at Big Jab in the Fat. We do this all on Anchor. And you Spotify. don't have to have that. 
and Spotify. You do not have to have the Anchor app downloaded. You can play it straight off your web browser. You can find us on Spotify. It's pretty cool. Uh, unfortunately, we, we got this out a little bit late, um, but I want to touch on the uh, Titans and Colts game. I, I know this isn't going to make any difference by the time that this gets out. Yeah, but, well, uh, yeah, well, you're either going to listen to this and be like, I was right by, by, by what J-Po and, and JC said, or I was terribly, terribly wrong. So exactly. a lot of people are going to be right about uh, what you're about to say and what you're talking about. All right, man. So you know what? I'm I am gonna start this with uh the Colts and the Titans game. I'm picking the uh the Indianapolis Colts 28 to beat the Tennessee Titans 22. And my studs, and I am not gonna call them studs. You know, we do this with a we we pick our studs and busts. I'm gonna pick um a guy that has sleeper potential in this game, and that's Mo Alley Cox. Um, the Titans are susceptible to a tight end. So uh, I think Moali Cox, and I know we keep beating this drum week in and week out, JC, week in and week out. But I promise you guys, Jonathan Taylor is not the next Trent Richardson, okay? He isn't, guys. Calm down. Does anyone remember how bad Dalvin Cook did his first couple of years? He was terrible. No one liked yes. him. No one picked him up, and then he bust out, and everyone was so surprised at his ta- It was already there. It, this isn't like the wide receivers. This is this is a running back position, and sometimes it can take as long as a tight end, which is a couple of years to bust out. Yeah, you know, um, I was just reading on Reddit the other day. There, there were quite a few links of people projecting him to be the next Trent Richardson. I don't see that. Uh, Jonathan Taylor's way more athletic than Trent Richardson ever was, and has better intangibles uh taylor's just not seeing his holes right now his vision is of rookie vision in the nfl but i think he, he will uh shore that all up so my studs i'm going uh, studs in quotes uh mo Ali cox and jonathan taylor my bus this week for that game is actually going to be ryan Tannehill and john U. smith uh the colts defense shut down lamar jackson last week i do not see them doing any better and those linebackers can run with Jonu, so I don't know. I think that's going to be a tough matchup for the Titans, man. I agree, I agree, and I like your I like your score there. Uh, just to, and I'm I'm a Jonathan Taylor truther. Number one, I got him in the fifth round. I did not expect to get him. I thought he was going to be going away. But let me just let me just fifth say pick. something. Yeah, fifth, fifth pick. pick. And oh, sorry, fifth pick. Thank you. I thought he was going to be gone, so I picked him up. But let me just tell. Let me just lighten the load on everyone that has Jonathan Taylor, especially in Dynasty. If you got him in your season-long leagues, he shouldn't have been that high up there anyway because he's a rookie. Correct. But in Dynasty, possibly Rejack, breathe. This is why. Dalvin Cook. I'm using Dalvin Cook as an example just because he came in League 2017. He's now possibly in some circles your top RB off the board, maybe your second. He's definitely, of course, in the top five overall when you're picking for whatever league you're in. His rookie season – he had 74 attempts on 354 yards. That's mm-hmm. it. His sophomore season, 133 attempts on 615 yards, and then he broke out. So when you look at Jonathan Taylor's stats, watch this now. Rookie season, Dalvin Cook, 74, 354 yards, and two TDs. Jonathan Taylor, 106 attempts, 416 yards, and four TDs. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not the best podcaster out there, I'm the best fantasy football analyst, but I know some stats when I see them. Pick this guy up, trade for him in Dynasty. You're insane if you don't think that Jonathan Taylor's your back going for it. I don't care about Wilkins and Mack. 
I know we're getting off topic. Yeah. But I thought I had to say my piece. Yeah, you know what? Uh, and we had this little discussion last week. Dynasty, we draft, you're obviously not picking up Taylor unless you want to kind of plug and play flex guy. But in your yeah. dynasty keeper leagues, if you're not subjected to the – I'm keeping this guy, but I'm giving up my first round pick where I've drafted him, all that stuff. If you're in Dynasty League, Jonathan Keat, Jonathan Taylor, you definitely a hold man. So who where are you going for your first pick on this week ten primer, buddy? Uh, all right, so we had a little we had a little mix up because uh, we had <laughs> we, AFC versus NFC. We did. That's so that's my fault. It's been a long week. Uh, so some NFC so bro, if I take one of your guy one of your matchups, if you don't mind just crossing it out, you're I right, apologize. Yeah. I'm just going to kind of work as much NFC's matchups as I can. So, funny fact, I've got Eagles and Giants next. So, Eagles-Giants, I've got the Eagles beating the Giants. Uh, I'm going to say I don't do a lot of the scores, but I'm going to try to do my best to do some of the scores here as well. I see kind of a blowout. I see, uh, you know, 27-6 to Eagles. I think the Eagles D's definitely improving. Danny Dimes is in a sophomore slump. And right now, you can kind of see what's going to happen. Now, again, the Eagles wide receiver room isn't great, but it's starting to piece together. Miles Sanders is back. The Giants are in disarray. They look as bad. They look as bad as the Jets, and the Jets looks good. The Jets look good, so that can tell you how much about them. My stud is Mr. Miles Sanders coming back, which I think he's going to be uh, ready to go. Uh, hopefully, he can stay healthy because the kid's amazing. My dud is going to be keep. I'm just keep it really simple. Danny Dimes, keep him in Dynasty. If you haven't tried to tram already in your standard leagues, you're probably out of the depth. I got the Eagles. Yeah, that's a that's a good pick, and I won't harp on it a lot. Everybody already knows that I'm an Eagles fan, but uh, Alshon's coming back. Um, there's been a oh, lot yes. of there's been a lot of people saying that there's no way that Alshon should step in and play in front of Travis Fulgham. I honestly don't think that's going to happen. I think if anything. Uh, the person that's going to lose the most snaps out of that wide receiver room is probably going to be Gray Ward. They'll probably put Fulgham in the slot, line up Rager and Alshon on the outside. But next year, Alshon will not be there, so it doesn't even matter. I like that pick, man. So next, You don't think he's going to mess with uh, with Fulgham's times, Fulgham's snaps? You know what? I, I honestly really don't. Now, I don't know. this. So the Eagles thing is confusing. Um, there is mm. – it's been said, and I don't know if this is true, true or not maybe more eagles fans get on our twitter page let me know people i mean i follow them pretty closely but maybe people may know more than, than me and that's perfectly fine but uh, there's the long-standing rumor or truth however you want to see it that howie roseman has a call now this is our gm that has a call on who gets game day playing time Wow. I think Howie's a That's good cap guy, but what he's done for our draft and acquiring talent, uh, he is very – I mean, he you know got Travis Fulgham great. Fulgham's looking good. But then you drafted somebody like Marcus Smith with your first pick. So that's enough said about that. So I don't think, and this is just being a fan speaking, should Travis Fulgham lose snaps to Alshon Jeffrey? No. One – uh, you have a good young wide receiver that uh, this kid just didn't put up numbers against just nobodies. He put up numbers against sure. Marcus Peters and Marlon Humphrey. He put up numbers against Mike Hilton, uh, Joe Hayden, and that Steelers defense. The kid can play the game. And if Alshon's not going to be there next year, what's the point? What's the point, you know? So, sure. no, I'm hoping that he doesn't, but 
I mean, you're paying an Alshon ten million to, to give you what? We're in week ten. He's going to give you if we don't make the playoffs. He's giving you what six games for ten million. It's not a bad paycheck. So <laughs> my next primer pick, buddy, I'm going the Houston Texans versus the Cleveland Browns. I live in Northeastern Ohio. I'm not a Browns fan. Got tons of Browns fan friends. Got tons of friends that are Browns fans. Let me say that. I'm taking the Browns 31-21 over Houston. People are going to say I'm crazy, but I'm getting ready to tell you this. My stud's going to be Baker Mayfield. I get it. He's averaging 189 passing yards a game. I get it. I get it. I get it. Trust me. They're going to need to throw the ball to compete with that Texans scoring machine. And I honestly think Baker Mayfield is going to have one of these games where he comes out and puts up numbers that makes all Browns fans go, that's why we drafted Baker. I can hear it in all of our leagues now. I can hear it now. So uh, Baker, I'm going to put as my stud. Hopefully he doesn't let me down for that. My bust, I'm going with Randall Cobb. Um, yeah, I think he put up two of uh, two weeks of some good solid stats, but it's just not something that I can see him sustain. Uh, Cleveland's defense is actually pretty good, so uh, Randall Cobb's gonna be be my bust there. Thirty one twenty one Cleveland man. All right, good stuff, man. So I'm gonna keep it rolling. I got Redskins and Detroit coming up here. This could be a shootout, and we don't see it coming. Uh, I definitely see. I was gonna take the I was gonna take the Redskins, but I feel like the Lions need that one big game, and I think it's gonna happen here. Marvin Hall Jr. I see as my stud, Kenny Galladay, who I am so glad I didn't trade for. No offense to Kenny Galladay, <laughs> but he is looking. He's on the brink. I'm sorry to say this. He's on the brink of busting, and this is why. His talent is outerworldly. He is and reminds me a lot of Terry McLaurin, who he's versing, who is my stud this week. I think along with um, Lauren Marvin Hall, both those guys are my studs. But what worries me is those same injuries. I feel like they're, they're the same type of injuries. Was I not – is it not right? But did he not have knee injuries last year too? Because I feel like he keeps having those same type of knee problems happening, and he's a very young receiver. Before this hamstring issue this year, I want to say uh, – I knew this uh, a couple weeks ago, and now you know things leave my mind within 10 minutes. But I, I think he had only <laughs> missed three games total before this hamstring injury this year. And that was his – Hamstring, okay. Right. And that was his first year. Um, I don't know what those injuries were. This is a hip. They're calling it a hip. I don't know how bad that is. There's a lot of Lions fans I've seen that are saying that – uh, his contract negotiation with Detroit's kind of stalling out. This could be kind of a, a get me out of here ploy. I don't know if that's true or not. Hey, you read things that people say. I don't know. So it is what it is, man. Uh, so you were going where there you went, Marvin Hall and uh, yeah, yeah. Hold on one second. I'm sorry. You're... I was actually looking up stats. Okay. With uh, with Kenny Galladay, and I was trying to figure out how many games he actually missed uh, last year, but uh, the. It's actually stolen on me. This year, though, he's missed, uh, let's see, one, two, three, going on four games. I feel like he's missed more. I could be wrong. But anyway, Marvin Hall with Galladay out. He is my stud along with McLaurin. And my dud, this is pretty straightforward, any Redskins quarterback. There you That's go. <laughs> Whoever it is that dresses. Listen, if you need, a, you need a defense to stream, please stream the Lions defense. Because excuse me, because they're going to go in there and they're going to get they're going to get some picks. Yeah, um, Clorin will still eat. Yeah, Clorin will still eat for sure. But they're going to get some picks, and 
They're going to get a, probably a pick six. Who knows? Long story short, start those guys. Get some defense. Yeah, one of the things that I like about Terry McLaurin a lot is not only is he an Ohio State guy, but it, he just proves that this kid is legit. He, it, it doesn't matter who his quarterback is. You get him the ball, and he'll no, make the play. He's, match, he's quarterback proof. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. I, I, I mean, he's one of those guys where you could say, well, this guy was made by this quarterback, or this quarterback made this guy. Terry McLaurin, it put him anywhere with any quarterback, and I guarantee he will produce. I mean, he just does it. So, I like that, man. I like it. I like it a lot. Like, I like it a lot. So, I'm going to move on, man. I'm going Cincinnati-Pittsburgh. Um, here you go to all, to all of your Pittsburgh faithful out there where J.C. lives in Pittsburgh. I'm going 28-17-Pittsburgh. I don't see Cincinnati making this game close. There's a good chance Joe Burrow yeah, – I, I feel bad for Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's doing okay. an amazing okay. things as a rookie. Him and Justin Herbert, hats off to both of them. But, God, does Cincinnati need to get him a line. Those dudes are like turnstiles, yeah. man. And that, and that Pittsburgh defense is no joke. Bud Dupree is going to be on his back all game long. Cam Hayward, um, Stephon Tuitt, those guys, uh, J- TJ Watt. I mean, oh, it, it's it's just ugly. The more people I name, man. So uh, my stud for this game, I think you're going to be looking at another Mr. Chase Claypool having a really nice showing for everybody. So he's going to be my stud, my bust for this game. Unfortunately, he's going to be Joe Burrow. I think he'll put up acceptable points. Because he's going to have to, to compete, but uh, he's not, uh, oh, he, yeah, if you can stream somebody else besides Joe Burrow, do it, do it. Yep, makes sense to me, man. Uh, Burrow needs to get some, uh, they need to get some draft capital next year. They already have a good amount. Get him some offensive linemen. Uh, next up is the Bucks Panthers. Hey, guys, remember that time we all started Tom Brady in week nine? <laughs> Big job, remember? I rolled him out there with confidence, <laughs> with confidence, and I uh, I got taken on like a lot of the guys got taken on. It's tough to see. It's tough to see it happen. But this week, I think the Panthers' defense is getting a lot better. I think they played very well last week, and I think they're showing signs of a formidable front and a pretty good secondary. So I see Brady struggling again. Even though he's going to have some receiver help coming back, I think age is actually starting to catch up for him because if you looked at him last week, he's my dud, by the way, if you couldn't figure that out. (laughs) If you looked at him last week, when it was third down, he didn't make that first down, he just threw it. He just threw it and then walked off. He just It didn't feel like he was like, I got to get this third down. So maybe age is catching up with him. Maybe he's like, hey, I can kind of limp into the playoffs. I don't know, but it's not looking that good. So I got Carolina beating – what's up? No, go, go on. Finish, oh, man. Sorry, sorry. I got, I got Caroline being Tampa Bay. My two duds are DJ Moore and Tom Brady. I already told you about Brady. I hate that DJ Moore's a dud. He's on my team. He's on my bench. This is why. In a Matt Rule offense, he's not their, he's not their guy. He's just not their player. He, they like Robbie Anderson for stretching the field. They like Curtis Samuel for gadget plays and possession plays. And DJ Moore's the odd man out. He could do both. He's talented to be a field stretcher and a gadget guy. He just isn't in the Matt Rule playbook right now, and he's too volatile to trust my stud, Teddy Bridgewater, plug and play him, get him ready to go. Yeah, so you know what? Um, I uh, There's a part of me that wants to think that um, Jameis Winston took his playbook from Tampa Bay and gave it to Sean Payton and said, here you go. 
<laughs> this is what they do because the yeah. Buccaneers' offense couldn't do anything last week. They were looking bad. And then uh, on terrible. on that Carolina front, uh, yeah, I think Matt Roll is more comfortable with Robbie Anderson. You know, he coached him at Temple. He understands the type of player he is and what he can do with him. I think right now he just kind of doesn't know what to do with DJ Moore. I think once he figures it out, it's going to be okay. When he figures okay. it out, I don't know when that's going to happen. I'm just saying, I think when he does, it'll be much better. But JC's right this week. Probably not the week. In my redraft league, though, uh, JC, I will tell you, I, I, I'm hurting, man. I My first two picks redraft, everybody knows. Your first two picks bomb, you're pretty much done. My very first pick was Ezekiel Elliott. Well, we know how that's going for all Zeke owners, yeah. right? Yeesh. My second pick was Miles Sanders. Now, Miles, you know, Ooh. hurt the first couple games of the season hurt, you know, hurt again. So uh, it's not that he's not doing it because he is producing when he's in. He's just kind of had some injuries. So I had to make a trade. And in this redraft league, I drafted Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, and Ryan Tannehill, knowing I'm going to use one of these guys as trade bait, right? So this uh, two days ago, I made a trade. I sent Ryan Tannehill to a buddy in this league, and he sent me back Zach Moss and DJ Moore. So I I, I don't think bad. that that not was bad. a bad return. I needed running backs, as you can know. I, I As you see, I just went over. I needed running backs. You know, I have Calvin Ridley. I have Terry McLaurin. You know, I'm just hoping Zeke can do something for me. I don't know what's going on with him. So I just kind of wanted to throw that at you. Everybody, big jab in the fat. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, follow us on Spotify. It's where our podcast is. On Anchor is where we do this. You do not have to have the app downloaded. You can play straight from your web browser. If you play fantasy football on Sleeper, we do have a Sleeper channel. That's big jab in the fat. All right. All right, my man. So I'm going to move on. I'm going Los Angeles Chargers, Miami Dolphins. Everybody, Tua. Tua, what do we think about Tua? I mean, did did you watch his game? Like, how efficient and decisive did he look last week? I mean, he is. He was, he was, he, he was putting – I mean, he – there was one scramble he made where he actually scrambled the wrong way and scrambled back into traffic but got himself out of it. I'll tell you what, man. To me, he looked pretty impressive. Miami Dolphins 26, Los Angeles Chargers 24. I think this is another one of those games that the Chargers can't win in the fourth quarter. I like Anthony Lynn. I think he's a great coach. Justin Herbert looks phenomenal. Keenan Allen it has is just looking like what Keenan Allen does, barring any injuries that happen to him. Um, but – uh, this Miami team, I don't know. There's something about that that makes me go, hmm, I'm taking the Miami Dolphins 26, Chargers 24. My stud, of course, is going to be Keenan Allen. My bus is going to be Hunter Henry. There's no way Hunter Henry puts up anything that is yeah, respectable uh, against that Miami defense. They're like third overall in fantasy. Everybody's just like, where did this team come from? Like, what are they doing? And here they come. So Miami Dolphins, Chargers, man, it's going to be an interesting to watch, buddy. I like it. I like it. All right, let's keep it moving, man. Uh, here's a question for you, brother. Do you have on your on your list of teams there two, three? Do you have Buffalo? I do not. Because that's across. Okay, I will take them next because I saw that's AFC and NFC. So yeah, I'll cut in real quick. 
go with mine again. Yeah, big jab and the fat at big jab and the fat at big J A B and the F A T on Twitter. Our links for the Spotify as well as the anchor are inside our homepage. You click on that homepage, you go up to the top, you'll see the links right there. Listen to us on both of those channels right now. We're doing the week 10 primer, going through the list of games, naming our studs and our duds. Up next, I have the Buffalo Bills versus the Arizona Cardinals, and I love the Buffalo Bills. I just love them. I love the Buffalo Bills because I love a team that revamped, drafted, traded, and got good. And I love it because they've always been, you know, the, you know, never the bridesmaid, never the bride. So the biggest thing that I have to say on the front of this game is that Josh Allen's back. Kyle Murray's here. If this isn't a shootout, I don't know what's going to be a shootout. This is going to be huge. I, I wanted the Bills to win this, but I think that Kyler Murray's playing so good that the Cardinals are going to win this. 35-31, I see a shootout of a game going on. I'm excited to watch it. My two studs should be pretty simple, Kyler Murray and Josh Allen. If you got them, play them. My two duds going to be Devin Singletary. He is slowly creeping down that list for my boy and your boy. I know you, I know you have him. Zach Moss, he looks good. He looks, and this is why I draft him, like a Buffalo Bills running back. Last week was okay. Last week was okay, but the week before really showed that grinding in the middle, punch up the gut for that second touchdown, and that's what he's going to be there for. And I think the Bills coaching staff is starting to see that particularly. He's good on the receiving end, too. He literally chopped the legs out of Devin Singletary because if you're a Devin Singletary owner, you're like, okay, I'll get some of the PPR yards, but Moss can catch out the backfield, which I saw in college, which is why I wanted him. He's another Jonathan Taylor, slow-roasting guy. But if you pick this guy up, it's the second half of the season. I think he's going to eat. I'm going to add him as my third stud, actually. Dud is Devin Singletary. And I'm going to say that's my only dud. I don't really see any of the Cardinals skill players. Uh, maybe Chase Edmonds gets bottled up a little bit, but really Devin Singletary. Yeah, I think uh, Christian Kirk kind of is a huge boomer bust this season. He. Yeah, yeah he's, he's your typical boss. John Brown style player. Um, you, you you know what's a little yeah. interesting stat, and I don't know if it still holds true. And I think I read this like two weeks ago. It, now, J, JC and I, none of our leagues are standard scoring; they're all full point PPR. But I read like I think two weeks ago, if you were in a standard scoring league, Kyler Murray was the number one rusher. Up to that point, I think like up to like How week eight, he's the number one in standard scoring leagues, dude. That's crazy to me. That's not crazy. He's doing this thing, man. He's doing this thing. I'm telling you, dude. I'll t- I'll right. tell you what. All five foot, however two of him, however big he is, man, that he's kid moving. can play the game, and he I I enjoy watching him watch uh, play. Sorry, honestly, note like um a- anytime I'm flipping through my my games. On the week, I always find myself just stopping on the Cardinals games and watch. You know, uh, if my Eagles aren't playing, you know, we had a bye last week. But even I will split screen it, man. And and I always find myself watching the Cardinals games, man. I don't know, dude. He just he's fun to watch. He I I like to watch him. Yeah, I like to watch him. He can good. throw from the pocket. He can run. He's not just Lamar that you know is going to run. He's not just your pocket guy. I don't know. He's exciting to, to, to me to watch. I enjoy him. My my next pick, JC, Solid. my next game. I did this in no disrespect to you, my man. I need you to know this. I did this in no <laughs> disrespect. I mean fair no enough, disrespect. Enough. I know you picked my Eagles to win, and, and, and I did this with no disrespect. I got the Denver Broncos and the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders, 
I'm going to pick the Denver Broncos to win this one 30 21. I, I think it's going to be a bigger game than what most. Uh, no one. No one's. No one's. I, no, no, no. I have full so trust. Trust me. I, we, just, we just beat the Chargers. We just, we just won. But no one cares. No one. It's like, oh, it's just a I have full trust. I have full trust. And, and could the Raiders win this game? They definitely could win this game. When I do my picks, I look at the spreads. You know, I I look at the Vegas betting odds, honestly, is how I do a lot of my picks. And I just kind of bet off. I, I pick them off of that is what I do. Um, so 30-21, I'm going Denver. My bust, it's not a bust because he's going to bust. He's probably still going to get you your 14, 15 points, which I guess is okay for a flex play. My bust is going to be Melvin Gordon. And the only reason I'm saying he's going to bust is mm, because I think bust. that Philip Lindsay's going to out play him because I think this game is going to be so back and forth. They're going to need Philip Lindsay more. I, 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 and I, I'm going to say this and people are already going to get on me. I get it. Melvin Gordon can catch the ball out of the backfield. I'm not saying he can't. I'm just saying Philip Lindsay fits that. I know if you go back and look at the stats, everybody's going to go, no, if you look at the stats, look, Philip Lindsay's not really a pass catching back. Okay. But they still like to run that kind of spread shotgun and get him sure, out there. Sure. So I just think that Philip Lindsay, Lindsay is going to get more of the carries in this game than Melvin Gordon is how I want to say that. So that's the only reason why I'm going to call Melvin Gordon. Bust. If Philip Lindsay plays, if he plays, I think he's questionable. So if he plays, yeah. yeah. He so, and uh, my stud for this game is going to be Drew Locke. Um, I think Drew Locke, and I could be wrong on this, and I, I'm not the biggest Drew Locke guy. I'm more of a Josh Allen guy. I know a lot of people like to kind of compare the two. Uh, but I think Drew Locke getting hurt, missing some games, you know, him not having an offseason, him and Judy haven't been able to develop a repertoire. I think last week, I don't know, but they those two may have had a coming out party. So, because – because yeah, agree, Judy was putting on a clinic out there on that field. So, um, but I think that he might have had a coming out party. I just think, and I could be wrong, but I think that these two have finally kind of maybe clicked a little bit. So, either way, I think it's going to be a really good game, but I am going Denver 30 21 over the Raiders. All right, there's your pick, brother. I like it. <laughs> he not said not really, but I'm going to stay PC with it. <laughs> Up next. Up next, I have an NFC matchup. <laughs> so we're going to go uh, Niners. And uh, really quick with that game, uh, Noah Font, watch out for him, guys. I think he's also a stud. Um, Alberto, I'm not going to try to say his last name. He is yeah. out with an ACL. He's out for the year. He was he was him for the time. Font practice in full. Yeah, Font practice in full this year. Or this year, wow. Font practice in full this week. So he's ready to go. Also, if you have trades throughout the season, even though I love my boy Noah Font, he is a he is a sell high candidate. I don't think his target I don't think his target share is going to go up. I think we're kind of seeing the ceiling. I got to play him this week because I have Kelsey on the buy. He'll still produce for you, but watch out for him on that uh, trade target. Up next is Niners and Saints. So we all think it's going to be a shootout. I don't think it is. I think there's going to be a lot of running going on. Uh, I think the Saints D is starting to come into its own. I got the Saints beating the Niners uh, definitely in this one. Uh, I'll keep it short and sweet. Uh, my studs on the Niners side is definitely going to be Brandon Ayuk. I love this kid. I love this kid. I drafted him. I checked his tape out. What we saw a couple weeks ago, six for 110, a touchdown I think he got. Uh, he just is showing. No offense to Debo Samuel. While he can, why, why, why he can be 
the number one wide receiver for the Niners. Debo, again, he's got the Galladay thing. He's in there and he's not. He'll play great and he's out. I think Ayuk's built for the long haul. He had a quick injury with the hammy. He hasn't really been banged up since then, knock on wood. The whole COVID thing's throwing everybody off. But this is a funny tweet by Brandon A. And I saw this because I followed my Twitter. And one of the tweets he said when he had to sit out that, that game that Richie James, a.k.a. everybody's going to go grab Richie James. He's not going to do anything this week. Sorry to tell you that. But his, he, he just uh, tweeted 85%. That's all he tweeted. And I was trying to figure out, like, 85%? What's he talking about? Like, is he hurt? Is he, like, you know, 85 or 100? That was the percent of plays or snaps he was supposed to get yeah. in that game for a rookie. For a rookie. That's pretty solid. You don't expect a YC to be out there 99%, but 85% of the snaps. So you know they want to use him. He's healthy. He's out there. They're going to be playing from behind. That's my stud. On the other side, I think Michael Thomas, if he plays this week, is the other stud. And I'm doing this, number one, because my boy over here picked him up off of waivers. I think that might be a stud. <laughs> saying he's a stud. I'm saying it right now. The way he plays, he plays like he's having fun. And anyone knows when you have a player, no matter the positions they're playing, they're having fun. He might score, and he's scoring everywhere. I think he's going to get a rushing touchdown and a passing, uh, a passing touchdown. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I uh, just Again, to kind I- of so uh, is what I did in J- yeah. mine, in, mine in JC's league. So due to the COVID thing, uh, the commissioner of that league he opened up some uh, bench spots. So I, 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 my team in that league, I'm trying to rebuild it now. I'm think I'm going into my second year of rebuilding this team. It wasn't a good team to uh, start with. I got a lot of buys going on. Um, so uh, and I'm playing another yeah. guy that really doesn't have a good team either. He beat me the first time we played, but he shouldn't have beat me. That was kind of one of the fluke fantasy things. <laughs> he only had a defense left to play, and I had, yeah. like, a running back, a wide receiver, a tight end, a linebacker, and somehow still lost, and I was only down by, like, five points at PPR. I don't know. It was ridiculous. That's that not the fun. point. All right. Uh, Dave, I love you. Credit to you, man. I'm happy you got the win, but you and I are playing again. Um, so I went out there, and I, I'm flipping through players, and I noticed on Flea Flicker, Taysom Hill holds a quarterback and wide receiver designation. So I said, you know what? You go. Screw it. I'm going to put Taysom Hill. I'm going to pick him up. I'm going to put him in a flex. And if he throws for another 48 yards and rushes for 54 and catches a touchdown, hey. that's Points. good enough for me, man, because I had two tight ends playing. I think I had Goder and Hawkinson playing. I mean, it, that's probably the better route to go. But at this point, I'm looking for something. And even my cousin, he's – my cousin texts me. He's like, dude, did you really just pick up Taysom Hill? I was like, I did, dude. I'm going to play Taysom Hill. I don't know how many people Never own know, Taysom man. Hill in leagues, but I picked him up. I'm giving him a shot. I'm going with it, man. Yeah, I think that makes perfect sense there. Uh, AJ Brown just dropped the touchdown pass. And oh, that's terrible. My phone to don't do that. So, uh, I'll, yeah, it's terrible. Uh, what a great, what a great catch, though. I don't know if he was out of bounds, but uh, 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 he almost had it. <laughs> so, sorry about that, guys. This is live fantasy football podcast going on. So I got the Saints. I think it's a great pickup. You saw my dud, my studs are uh, going to be Brandon Ayuk and Michael Thomas. My dud, uh, actually, I don't think I named my dud. Sorry, I might have fell off there a little bit. My dud's definitely going to have to be. I'm going to say uh, the, the the Niners running back. Yeah, I, don't I don't even know who to pick up, honestly. I don't even know who to own. Yeah, I'm going to say the whole 
Yeah, I'm going to say the whole room uh, with the Saints defense playing so well. Uh, I, I don't even know. I, I th- That whole thing situation, I don't even I, – I, I, I don't know. I cried. I picked up Jermichael Hasty because yeah, apparently stop. he was supposed to be the guy. He touched the ball like three times. So, I don't even know what's happening there. All right, man. Yeah, yeah. My last Tough game I got game. for this Week 10 primer, Big Jab in the Fat on Twitter. That's at B-A-G-J-A-B and the F-A-T. Follow us on Twitter. You can listen to us on Spotify, on the Anchor Podcast. You do not have to download the app. I just like to specify that, that you can just listen straight off the web browser in case people are like, man, I don't want to download the app. Yes, yes. You don't have to. Follow us there. You play your fantasy football on uh, Sleeper. We have the, the Sleeper channel, Big Jab in the Fat. And then I think JC's doing something with Instagram and this, uh, like some other like, – TikTok or yeah, something. I don't know. Here. We might we might wait for uh, Yeah. I, I, for I, I let JC handle this. He just starts rambling off all stuff. these things to me about all these social media things. I'm just like, okay, you let me know what to do and I'll do it. So I just Yeah, we got some things <laughs> so coming. My last game, right? man, I got the Baltimore Ravens and the New England Patriots. So the fact of the matter is is the Baltimore Ravens are gonna win this game twenty one seventeen, if not by more. Um I don't know. Cam apparently has a neck injury now too. Uh the first two weeks of the season, uh, we were all on the Cam train. I think I don't know, I might have bumped off the Cam train. I don't know what happened there. Um they looked good, then they didn't look good. Now look good. I, I, I don't know what's going on with the Patriots, but shout out to Damian Harris because when my dude gets the chance, Bill Belichick, because I own this dude in like two leagues, will you please give this dude a chance? I know that he got steamrolled <laughs> last week, but when you give him the ball and you give him the chance, the dude does some producing. So why don't we give Damian Harris a chance, okay? My stud, and I think every Lamar Jackson owner is going to be happy to know he will produce for you this week like old Lamar Jackson. I don't know how many more weeks you'll get out. This week he'll do it for you. My Boston going quarterbacks, Cam Newton against that defense. I just don't feel good for Cam. I don't. I don't feel happy about his health if he's already defense. I think last week Baltimore was missing like what five yeah. people because they were in COVID protocols or, or, or something. They didn't even have. They didn't have the defense, oh so they're going to have oh them God. all back this week. What Marlon Humphrey didn't play. Marcus Peters didn't play. A whole bunch of dudes didn't play. I don't think Chuck Clark played. He may have played. I don't know. But uh, it's going to look bad for the Patriots out there. It's going to look real bad for them. So Baltimore, New England, twenty-one seventeen, Baltimore, buddy. Yeah, I have uh, a stud to add to that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. I like Um, it. This kid, yeah, this this kid, this kid is uh, very good. Uh, I believe he's out of North Carolina State or North Texas. I have to look that up really quick. But the reason I like this kid is he reminds me a little bit about what Terry McLaurin's doing on there. I think anything that he's going to do is going to produce some results in, um, in his stat line because he's just that good. Uh, he's, he's his air yards are I think third overall right now, third or fourth overall with any of the receivers. He's only been playing for such a short amount of time. Even when the kill Harry coming back, even with Julian Edmond coming back, who might be done after this year, I see Jacoby Myers being either that wide receiver two or that slot guy. North Carolina State, that's where he went. So that's the biggest thing that I can think about right now. I like the kid. I think he's just going to continue to produce. That's I like my it, little man. stat right there for him. Um, okay, so 
On to I got two more games, so I'll, re- I'll go through both of them there, and then we'll wrap this show up. I got the Seahawks versus the Rams. It's going to be a terrible, terrible, terrible <laughs> 42-6 Seattle there. I'm just throwing out stuff. It's going to be bad. The Rams are <laughs> yeah, this the is best true. worst team in the league right now. They have so much talent, but do nothing with the talent. Or they'll score and then just, just stop playing. So I see them getting hurt real bad in this game. I think the Seahawks are going to work all over them. My duds on the L.A. side is definitely going to be Jared Goff and Cooper Cup. He's already banged up. I'm going to throw a sleeper in out here because I think sooner or later they got to kick the tires on Cam Akers. I traded for him. I think it's a really good trade in my opinion, and I think we forgot how good this guy is. I think he went for 9 for 36, caught a catch for about 20 yards last week as well. He's got the ability to be an RB1. He's just in a system right now that doesn't want an RB1. Will that change? I don't know. Will it change in the future? I do think so. I think as he starts to shed his colors or show his colors, he's going to become that number one. So that's my sleeper there. Uh, duds, I've already, I already named Jared Goff as one of my duds there in Cooper Cup. Uh, no duds on the Seattle side. The studs, you should see it. It's a new pairing. I know Tyler Lockett had that 60-point game and everything. Everyone was like, oh, my gosh, he's coming back. Tyler Lockett is 29 years old. Calm down. The number one receiver right now in fantasy football is Mr. DK Metcalf, who, yes, I drafted, number six overall team. <laughs> I'll continue to talk about this because everybody laughed. Everybody laughed, including your cousin Adam Paul. He said, you're going to take him that high? And I was like, yeah. And then, and then he admitted he was going to take him if I didn't take him. He is in that tier. By next year, by the end of this season, he will be in the top 10 or 12 of your picks you're going to choose. And there's still going to be people that aren't going to pick him. And they're like, I don't trust him. Get him. Get him now. Trade for him. Trade a first-round pick for him because he's going to be worth that first-round pick. The guy is a stud. He is like A.J. Brown, except he has a more consistent quarterback thrown his way. And they are both entering in their true prime for receiver and QB. It looks great. Russell Wilson and D.K. Metcalf are my like it, buddy. studs for that game. Anything to add before you No, I, 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 before you I, I like it. Um, the, the other thing, the other, the other okay, thing I will say is that that Rams backfield currently is kind of like San Francisco. I mean, I, I just have no idea what is what is happening there. I have yeah, no idea. Yeah, uh, I, I do know this. I do know that they have two good backs. I think Daryl Henderson has come on really strong. I, he he – he keeps I mean, getting banged up, well. but well. when he does, he's produced. So I think they're kind of in the bind, and I think that Malcolm Brown would be a good um, would would be a good change of pace back for any team. So I think they're in a good situation. Uh, and a, like team wise, fantasy football wise, I don't, I have no idea what to do with them. Yep, yeah, go on, buddy. Yeah, so so we'll see what happens. Again, I think Cam Akers is going to get a little more trying in there, a little more time, so we'll see. Last game is the Vikings versus the Bears. This could be a little bit of a shootout. I still see the Vikings taking the 32-27. Uh, my, my studs are definitely uh, on the Bears' side. I think both Allen Robinson correct, and sir. Darnell Mooney. Correct, Darnell Mooney. I think both of those guys are going to do pretty dang well because Foles is going to have to sling it. Uh, on the Vikings side, I see Kirk Cousins and uh, Justin Jefferson being the studs on that side. I don't really have a lot of duds, but I'll name them because they're, just, <laughs> they're, dud, they're duds. You should know by now. If, if not, I'm sorry for you. On the Bears, David Montgomery. On the Vikings, Kyle Rudolph. I know he scored, I believe, last week, but he, he's he trade him if someone wants him because of that score. Irv Smith, he's coming on strong. 
and I just don't see. Yeah, man, I, I I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of talk of is David Montgomery. Uh, as as you know, I was not big on last year's running back draft class. Uh, I, I'm not taking anything away from Josh Jacobs or David Montgomery at all. I'm not taking anything away from them. I just think if if they would have cut or two sorry two years ago. Draft class. I think if, if they would have came out with your Jonathan yeah. Taylors and your J.K. Dobbins and your DeAndre Swifts, I, I, I think they, they go around later than what they went when they were originally drafted. I think they were second and third round picks, I do believe. Um, I think they turn into third and fourth round draft so. picks. Um, the, what's keeping David Montgomery going is his volume. I mean, he gets tons of volume, and that's yeah, really that's what's it. keeping that's him afloat. It. I would say if you're a David Montgomery owner, I would probably try to trade him, see what you can get for him. Um, the nice thing about Josh I, Jacobs I is, is I think I mentioned this last week, this dude gets 86% of the touches in the red zone. 86. Like, it's some ridiculous five, number. Five, I'm like, so five, I think you got to hold Jacobs because, uh, I mean, just John Gruden's system, one. And two, 86% of the touches in the red zone. Good Lord, man. That's a lot of touches in the red zone. It was a lot. For sure, for sure. And the biggest thing with the Raiders is, and I, I want everyone to think about this, I know they're my team, they're my favorite team all time, of course, but they really are putting are. together a pretty stout defense they really have some offensive weapons that could really show some people. And they uh, they lost a pick because of COVID, but I have to think they have some good draft capital too. Will they take a quarterback this year? Pundits are saying yes. I say we take one as well. Darren Waller's still a great tight end. Jacobs, he has a bound. He's still looking good. I think they should draft a bruising running back this draft to back him up. I doubt he'll be there, but the Najee Harris will fit perfectly in that mm-hmm. one-two thunder and lightning kind of thing. And I think Brian Edwards, Henry Ruggs, Somehow, all oh, don't get me started. But he's, but he's, he's going to be there, and he's a producer. He reminds me of what Crabtree did. I do think that they have some young talent on the offensive side. They're going to continue to build through the draft. They are playing, knock on wood, probably the best season they played in a couple of years. They're beating good teams. They're losing to some good teams, but they're not losing to bad teams. They're not getting their butts whooped by guys on teams they should beat. So that's why I like them there. Uh, that's my last. But I think I think Poe's dog needs to I don't know what they're barking at. Sorry about that, everybody. <laughs> your dog's like your dog's like, I disagree. The Raiders suck. I'm like, we, up, dog. You Shut can find us on Twitter. You that's at Big Jab and the Fat. Big Jab and the Fat. That's on Twitter. You can listen to our podcast on Spotify. We do this on the Anchor app. You can just uh, listen straight off the web browser. If you play your fantasy football on Sleeper, you can most definitely follow our channel. Everything that's on our t- uh, on our Twitter page is on our Sleeper channel. That's, of course, Big Jab and the Fat. Everybody, thank you for following 109 followers. Um, you know, it- yeah, up to 109 yeah. right now, which is great. I just wanted to throw a quick plug out to these guys that have asked us in our podcast, Fantasy Football yes. Podcast League. I think it's amazing that they did. They're at NF. They're at NFL NDFF, at NFL NDFF, the NFL non-draft fantasy football league. Appreciate you guys giving us that follow. Yeah, man, and and that's that's awesome. We really appreciate that. Thanks for asking us to uh, join. Uh, Thanks for all the 109 followers who have followed us. That's awesome. You know, we've been doing it not even a year yet, so we appreciate that. Uh, And then always expect more from us to come. You know, we'll be getting back into the cut the fats. We'll be getting back into the 
Big Jets, Jets top, top five coming. We'll be getting into the Friday futures. The Friday futures have been hard for me because of this college season. It's I got I have some stuff lined up, yeah, but yeah. you know now what? Big Ten games are being canceled. The Ohio State Maryland game was canceled. Uh, uh, LSU Alabama was canceled. Nasty. So it's hard, but I'm going to try to put some guys out there because I think people are going to need those references for next for next year's draft because there's not going to be a lot of tape on on some of these guys. So thank you, everybody. He's JC Cripps, big jab. Appreciate it, guys. That's Jay Poe. Again, guys, follow us on that Twitter page. Appreciate the followers. We're going to try to get up to 125 next. Follow us at Big Jab in the Fat. And as always, Thanks, guys. Stay, stay on board. Take care of yourself.